Ah, uh, it's Deprogrammed, the podcast where we try to get you into a band. That's right, we've done all the work for you, and all you have to do is listen, 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 listen. Get it? Because the band is Echo and the Bunnymen. So I, I, created, an, I created an Echo. It was very, very, very clever, I think. Whatever, man. <laughs> you try doing this every week, coming up with something clever for every band. Uh, speaking of clever, our friend Gavin is here. Uh, Gavin, you put Echo and the Bunnymen on the board. Uh, number one, I'm surprised it took this long to get to them. But um, talk to me about Echo and the Bunnymen and why it is uh, you felt like we needed to talk about them today. Oh, my God. I'm so happy we're doing this. Um, they were like my first love. Like they, uh, That was the first band um, that I really sort of... Uh, was bigger than life for me when I was a kid. I felt like they were, you know, I, I'd never really been out of my town and my house and they had those great album covers with those dramatic landscapes and they looked kind of like fantastic adventurers and I felt like all of their records were books, uh, like adventure books, like from when I was a kid, like, um. Treasure Island and Robinson Crusoe and um, and I just like fell hard for them. They got me young and in the heart, and uh, been a fan for life. So, uh, same question to you, Adam. Uh, Echo and the Bunnymen was a, a band you signed up for pretty early once once you came on. Um, talk to me about Echo and the Bunnymen and and why this is something that you were eager to jump on. Thanks always into a lot of bands that were around, Echo and the Bunnymen, uh, like The Cure and the Smiths and so on. Uh, and I always liked Echo and the Bunnymen, but I never really, to be honest with you, I never really got into them um, oh. in, when I was younger. I, I tried a few times. I loved I loved their singles. I tried with their albums. Um, but at, uh, a couple of years ago uh, on another podcast, I heard another podcast where they uh, did a deep dive on Ocean Rain. Um, and I just, uh, from there, um, just fell in love with them really big time. Uh, must have been the right time for me to really listen to them. And <laughs> I, I can listen to what Gavin's saying about their the story so, sort of side of, of Echo. Uh, like it is almost like each album is like a, a book or a movie that you're kind of uh, opening up and, and sitting through. Um, and uh, I just, they're one of my favorite bands now that they've, I've just can't stop listening to them actually at the moment. <laughs> not even just for, not even just for this podcast. I just, uh, I just, I just love them. Yeah. So this for me again, so I can't, I can't play the fool here. I can't play. Uh, I've never heard of echo and the bunny men. It's, it's not that, but this is definitely a band that has always been just outside of my periphery. Uh, you know, and again, it's yet another band that strangely, like, I don't know how they, I never found them on my own. I don't, you know, after listening to them, I, I don't know how I didn't find this band on my own. But um, it's a band I'd heard of. And, you know, going in, I couldn't tell you one song and, you know, we'll go, we'll, go into songs here in a minute but like i feel like it's this i don't want i don't want to use like legendary necessarily because i don't know that they're quite there but i feel like they are this almost cult status band that 
plenty I know plenty of people who if they don't love them should um and if they do somehow they never like Beatles these guys on me they never nobody ever tried to shove echo and the bunny men on me so I never gave I never gave them the the proper proper due um you know and I I say all that about you know the songs and such because it's such a very clear influence on a, on Billy Corgan specifically. Uh, And, you know, we can, we can talk more about that, but like you hear it and you go, Oh, this is clearly something Billy listened to. And probably a lot because you can still hear echo in the Bunnymen and the stuff that Billy's doing with the pumpkins. So it's a massive discography. Um, So we had to, we had to, chop it down somewhere and we'll go to you first gavin um how did uh how did you go about putting your 20 together for this yeah i think that i liked it i like how we sort of agreed to chop it down we really focused on those 80s albums Mm -hmm. like that core like the first the first life of the bunny man and then they they broke up in uh in 87 and they were gone for a while and then they they still make records i don't know you know recently right but um i know you know these i know these records inside and out and so it was very easy this list was easy for me to put together it took me about 10 minutes and then <laughs> i came back and tinkered with it a little bit which was kind of fun i think that the the surprise was that i went into it thinking that the first record was um maybe my favorite and that probably has the least amount of songs on it and I thought that the third record, Porcupine, which is a really difficult kind of dense record, um, I wouldn't have that much off of. And I sort of rediscovered that record, making the list. So that was really fun. So same question to you, Adam. And, and, and to Gavin's point, you're the one who kind of suggested, hey, maybe we just do the 80s records. Was there a reason you you suggested that? And then how did you go about uh, putting formulating your 20 for this um i definitely think 80s is uh, peak uh, echo and so ian mcculloch the lead singer and founder uh he actually left the band after the self-titled album uh and they actually released an album without him which i've hardly listened to and then i think he came back uh also the drummer who i definitely want to talk about um at some stage as we go through the songs uh, he tragically died in a motorcycle accident in 89. So Echo really are um, an 80s band to me. Um, I found it so hard, uh, especially on the first four records, because I feel like they're a real album band. And I know that's slightly cliched, but it's really hard to break through which songs in particular you want to single out on, on those early albums. Um, I had 38 to start with. Uh, I got down to 24 and then I actually was stubbornly stuck on 24 and I was going to message you, Justin, to say, can I come in with 24, please? Because <laughs> those last four, uh, I'm really I'm really angry about the last four. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, as they come up, I'll, I'll, I'll bring them up as we go through. But I just, um, I, I fell really hard on those first three albums. I already, Ocean Rain, I was already very much in love with the, the, the first three my love for them now is enormous, and I don't know what my favorite album is any, at the moment. I, I don't know. 
I'll have, <laughs> I'll have all the first four. That's great. So what's funny is I'm looking at my list now and I accidentally, and I, I, you know, usually when this happens, I did it on purpose. I accidentally evened almost everything out, you know, exactly. Uh, there's one that's got three and all the rest have four. And, you know, there's, you know, one extra. Um, I'm like, I, I definitely didn't do that on purpose. And as I'm listening, th- here's the frustrating thing. Um, as I'm listening to my 20, I'm feeling confident, you know, like, cause I, I try to listen to my 20 and then I try to listen to everything day of, um, I listened to my 20 and I'm like, yeah, I think I did good. I think I've, I think I've got it. I, I, I understand this band. I think I picked great choices. I think, you know, I think I'm going to do well. And then, you know, as I'm listening to like the, the whole playlist, I didn't. I never once got that feeling of oh, I'm wrong. I should have done this song, but I got that feeling of oh man, this easily could have gone on the list, and the other guys could easily have this. Uh, to Adam's point, like it's an it it's albums. So like as you know, maybe I maybe I played too fast <laughs> and free with my cuts. Uh, and didn't think hard enough about why I'm selecting what I'm selecting. Um, so, you know, you know, maybe, maybe I was just, uh, subconsciously trying to make it easy for myself. Uh, but yeah, there's, there's a lot, a lot of available tracks. There's, this is yet again, another band where there's not that much that you go, yeah, nah, this, this doesn't do it for me. This, this, there's no room for this. Um, it's a lot of just kind of going on the on the whim. And then last thing I'll say, uh I forget the name of the record off offhand, but like uh, you know, I'll uh I guess it's self-titled. Uh yeah. Um I again, I expect by that point in the discog that the band slows down. Like as far as, you know, finding things that I can I can really point to and go, yes, this is what they're doing. But I think I found that I was drawn to that record the most. And ah. I, yeah, I think okay. I had now again, everything came out even, but uh-huh. I, I had the most from that on my first pass. And to Gavin's point, as I'm listening to the first record, I'm like, oh, there's no way like it gets better, you know, like this is going to be this is going to be the jam. And like, you know, I'm I as I'm coming back through, I'm slowly whittling away and I'm like, man, I can't believe to to Adam's point. I can't believe some of these are hitting the floor. I can't believe this. Like <laughs> l- listen to the song. I'm like, oh, my God, this song isn't going to make my list. OK. All right. Well, so, yeah, it was. It was maddening, but like I had to chalk it up to look, you got to come down to 20 (laughs) and you know, however you get there is how you get there. Um, but that tells me that we could be in for it tonight, fellas. Yeah. (laughs) Which brings me to the next question based on everything that we've talked about so far, Gavin, how many do you think for the final say that we'll get through unanimously? Yeah. I'm going to say 
Well, first of all, let me just say, I, I love that you, you know, had so many uh, songs on your first cut because I, I can't tell how these bands from the early eighties that I love translate now in 2023, Justin, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that the second record, like it's, a, I can totally see the pumpkins into that. And it's like a no brainer, but there's a lot of that sparkly orchestral new wave stuff that I don't know. It's kind of like, yep, you had to be there. Maybe mm -hmm. they're very, they're a very dramatic band. And so I was just happy that you were struggling. Um, I think we get, <laughs> <laughs> I think we'll get five. Ooh, okay. I like that. I like that. All right, Adam, what do you think? Oh, um, I've got a reasonably even distribution as well. Uh, I totally agree, Justin, on the dramatic piece. And um, I, I think there's a good chance that there are songs in their discography that could be in the, in the conversation for the, best songs of all time it, it, you know in a, in a list of 100 i think there's a few absolute classic songs so we should land those um you'd hope uh so I, i'm gonna i'm actually gonna go six Ooh, nice i like it i feel like i feel like we might land a lot yeah i like that i like it boys you guys are going positive that means i gotta go the other way I, <laughs> But to be honest, my my first instinct was five as well. Like I feel like, I feel like there's five in there that are like, yeah, okay, that's those are the ones. Um. So do I undercut or do I go low, low? That's the question. Do I just do the four, or do I go even lower at three? Three feels too criminally low. Four feels like I might have a chance still. Like, four might be. You know, you guys have something that, that just didn't hit me. And it's like, I can't believe you didn't have that one, Justin. What an asshole. Uh, so I'm going to go four. <laughs> like, I'm going to I'm gonna play spoiler at some point, maybe. <laughs> okay. Uh, we are going to take a quick pause. And when we come back, we're going to play the game, Jack. It's the programmed. Kickstart your road to fitness with the Hard Work Works Fitness app for all ability levels. Full gym, no gym, no problem. What's included? Over 200 workout plans available for every situation from a full gym to no equipment at all. Nutrition guide to help you stay on track. And all of this is only $10 a month. There's a special offer for deprogram listeners. Use promo code STUPID and get your first month free. The Hard Work Works Fitness app. Decide, commit, succeed, and join the hustle today. And with that, the name of the game is Deprogrammed. The three of us have combed through the 80s portion of the Echo and the Bunnymen discography and plucked out 20 songs that we're now going to match together in an attempt to create a top 10 sort of kit for you in case you have never given them a chance. Um, I'm not going to do the thing I normally do, but I am going to do the thing that <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go with the song where I knew I was in trouble and it's going to be upsetting if you guys don't have it, but I also understand, but I knew what I was in for the second I heard this song. I knew what the band was going to be. I knew that the albums were going to be thick and that there weren't going to be very many easy cuts. Do it clean. <laughs> I don't have do it clean. 
but that was my first favorite song by them when I was a kid. All right. Absolutely love it. <laughs> Sorry, Justin. That's No, I had a feeling. But to my point, I knew I was in trouble the second I heard this. I was like, uh-oh. And because this is the second track, because usually, you know, I, I can lock in on the first track and more on that later. But the second this one starts, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> like, I was, ho- I was hoping for a break. <laughs> It was the first song I ever learned to play on an instrument. I, I learned the bass guitar playing that song. Oh, nice. All right. All right. O for one. He starts with an O for. All right, Gavin? Well, so I'm going to go. I'm going to try to um, hopefully hit, hit Justin up here. First track. First side, first album. Do you have going going up off crocodiles? Yes, I do. Nice. Yes, I do. So hey, do oh I, my God. I didn't think you guys would have that song. It's such a subtle, weird song. Yeah. I, oh, it's so cool. I love that song. Can I? I just want to say something really quick about that song, Justin. Um, at the end, it gets really meandering and loopy and kind of psychedelic and stuff, and like. He's mumbling, and I figured out so what he's saying in the, at the end that's kind of incomprehensible. He's saying, um, if you really want to know what's wrong with this world, there's not enough people walking around with flowers in their hair. Oh. Which is so great because the punks were really trying to, like, distance themselves from the 60s, and, like, the Bunnymen just really leaned into that. Yeah. But in a dark way because it was post- you know, Altamont and Charles Manson and Bad Acid, right? So, like, you know, they, they had that perspective on it that they played with. But anyway, that's so great you guys have that. No, this- Can I say something about that song, too? Um, I just love that. Th- first 30 seconds, like, th- it's it's like you're walking into a smoky uh, <laughs> club yeah. in, in, in London uh, and the song's already half through and you're walking into the room and the song's already on and it's getting louder because you're walking towards it. It's just, it's just oh. such a, a simple effect, but, but it really draws you in, I reckon. Uh, so cool. I, I've, I've made mention a million times and this is what I was talking about. This was the other song I was talking about when I, when I presented Do It Clean. Um, I knew what I was getting with the band here. You know, I knew I was in trouble with Do It Clean, but going up, you, you know, the second I started playing it, you know, as Adam said, you know, it takes a second to get there, but once it once it hammers in, you're like, uh oh, <laughs> this this yeah, yeah. this is what this band does. Okay, cool. And like I said, you know, I I had to do it clean just because I knew there's no easy outs after that. But uh, yeah, man, I love 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 when a band tells me immediately this is what's up, and you know, this is this is precisely that. All right, Adam. Okay, I'm gonna come out swinging. I reckon uh, with one of my. I, I, it's it's a, a a reasonably large single of theirs, um, but through listening and listening further and further, it's just a song that I just absolutely love to death now uh, more than ever. I always loved it, but even more. And that's the the cutter on Porcupine. 
I got yeah. it. Yeah, there we go. There we go. I, I thought that I one would, would land. I think that's my favorite Bunny Man song. Ooh. Yeah, I, it's definitely up there, isn't it? I mean, uh, yeah. The almost Arabic sounding violin. I don't know how you get a violin to sound like it's Middle Eastern, but it's incredible. <laughs> yeah. And there's there's like a there's like a set of four lines of lyrics in there that are maybe my I don't know, like right up there with my all time favorite lyrics. Like I wanna paint them on the side of my house. Wow. They're great. I love that song. It's this is one of those songs that is is one of the best songs in my opinion of of all time, I think it's, it's definitely got a case. It's got a case to be in that you know top five hundred best of time. Also, that. Uh, this yeah. is this is definitely a song where I feel like Corgan drew some inspiration from, and uh, like you know, a, you know, no, you know, not a note for note type of deal, but like I feel like he he did some of this on Siamese. He did some of this on a door. Uh, he even more specifically did this on Machina. Um, only, you know, what Billy did is more like layered. So you got to kind of listen to hear this with it. But yeah, man, like the second I heard it, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Here's, here's something a little different. But th- <laughs> to Adam's point, I do feel like this one, this one felt like one of the home runs. Like I, this is one I was, yeah. I was pretty sure of. Yeah. All right. Not bad. Not a bad first round. Nope. All right. Um, let me go to the next part where I knew I was, I, I knew I was even in more trouble. Uh, I'm going to tell, I'm basically going to be telling the story of, of why I was very mad at you guys today. <laughs> so uh, the next time I knew I was in trouble, what, again, this is, I hope you guys have it, obviously. But uh, I understand if you don't. Show of strength. I don't have show of strength off the second album. That's a really great song. <laughs> Adam can't say me either. That's okay. No, I can. Oh, you can. Oh, I, I have it. Oh, I have it. Oh, I love nice. it. No, sorry, I do have it. Yes. Okay. Woo. Got a two. Okay, okay. Justin's not out of his mind here. Now the second this played, again, like I thought, first album, this is gonna be it, and you know it'll kind of not necessarily fade out, but like it'll get easier. I'll be able to refine from there on out. Show of strength starts, and I'm like, oh no, it actually got even better. Great. <laughs> I'm yeah. <not> yeah. <laughs> It's actually, I was reading about this song because I wanted to know what it was about. I think it was about Margaret Thatcher. It was during uh, uh, his early uh, 80s. Uh, so it's a very political song, um, anti, uh, anti-Thatcher. So, oh. But it's a, such a great song. Such an yeah. angry song, but it's awesome. Yeah. I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't take issue with any choice off the first four records that you guys have. They're all like my favorite songs. So I'm going to stop saying, oh, yeah, I love that song, but I don't have it. But I would say that about anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm the issue. same, Gavin. Yeah. I may take issue with Justin on the last, on the self-titled 87 record, and maybe you too, Adam, but that's another story. Uh, but, yeah, yeah any, I could have traded out any of the songs on the first four records. Mm. All right. I agree with that. All right, Gavin, you're up. 
well, we should probably knock out some of these ocean rain tracks because <laughs> I was just, you know, in putting together my list, I was just faced with the absolute, like, genius of that record and how you cannot, yeah. I, I mean, I could not escape. I could have put every song on ocean rain and I practically did. I mean, I was like, Oh my God, like how do you, it was just, and that that's the record that may be the most divisive because I think it's the most um, 80, it's the most of its time. It's mm -hmm. the most 80s sounding record um, and probably has the most kind of new wave, you know, stuff on it. Well, let's go for a deep cut on Ocean Rain. Do you guys have Thorn of Crowns? Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm, let me make sure. No, no, I don't. Okay. That's the best song about vegetables ever written. <laughs> yeah, he does some, at that point, he's just kind of like, I can do anything. His confidence, you know, I can sing about cabbage and cucumber and carrots and like, I will destroy everyone with this vegetable song. Uh, I'm, so, you know, I, I talked about this in the beginning. I think this is the other record that I had trouble with, with cuts. And, you know, we'll talk about, you know, I, I knew I was in trouble. We'll, we'll get to that point. Because the second you said Thorn of Crowns, this is another one of those ones where I was like, oh, yeah, I do have that, right? Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> so it definitely, I don't know where it was on my cut list, but uh, it was definitely one of the hard ones. It had to have been one of the last, like, five, maybe at worst, like, seven. Like, it was, it was one I wrestled with. So, all right, Adam? Okay, uh, I'm going to go uh, back to uh, the album, the second album, Heaven Up There, which is probably and the album that I've just realised through this process how much I love probably the most. Um, and actually, one thing I wanted to say is Echo and the Bunnymen, when they started, were just a two-piece. They didn't have a drummer. Oh. So <laughs> Echo, Echo was actually the drum machine. Um, <laughs> Uh, so it, this is in 1978. So they started, uh, so uh, it was uh, Ian and Will Sargent, Ian McCulloch and, and, and Will Sargent. Uh, and then luckily they, they, uh, they finally got a, they got a drummer pretty quickly. Uh, and the drums in this song just blow me away. Uh, over the wall. Mm. Yes. Okay. Nope. I think this is maybe my favorite song of theirs now. I just can't stop listening to it. Adam, they, they just put out the, the uh, like the Peel sessions, the BBC sessions. And I think the over the wall BBC sessions is like one of the greatest things they've ever done. There's so much bursting of dynamics in that song. It's incredible. It's funny that, again, that was something I did not know about this band with starting as a two-piece with a drum machine. Yet another thing Corgan took from this band. Uh, when the Pumpkins started, you know, at even, I think maybe even with the Marked, but then the first few gigs as the Smashing Pumpkins, it's just James, Darcy, Billy, and a drum machine. Before they I met, didn't know that. Yeah, before they That's met cool. Jimmy. Yeah. So, the, like, pre-gish stuff is very much oh. Echo and the Bunnymen. Yeah. All right, uh, so let's see. That was Adam, so we're back to me. Yeah, okay. Mm. 
I'll wait to do my next time I knew I was in trouble. Uh, but I'll stay on that Adam, or I'll stay on that album with you, Adam. It was a pleasure. No, no. Okay. I guess. But I again, could have swapped that out. Great song. Ah, uh, it's a great song. Yeah, the whole album. I guess I should have uh, thought about it a little harder. <laughs> All right, Gavin. So they were from Liverpool, right, Justin? Like, and Liverpool is a really, you know, uh, unique uh, town in England. It's it's a uh, it's very working class, uh, you know, rough and tumble, but but very poetic, uh, artistic. A lot of sailors, a lot of sea mythology, a lot of sea shanties, and the Bunnymen have a lot of sea shanty. Uh, structure to their songs um i just kind of obviously the beatles were from liverpool of course duh but um i just love that place um do you guys have seven seas from ocean rain yes me too nice that is definitely one i did not count account for as uh one of the ones great actually technically only one of them was one of the ones that I thought would be the one so far. <laughs> oh, man. I dig it. I, uh, I just, the way he's, he's, uh, pronunciation on some songs, and you've made a point of that, Justin, with a stutter. Uh, but, um, this one, like, what is a toy toy shell? Uh, <laughs> Oh, it's actually tortoise shell. I can't believe it. Lyrics. Why do that? That song is so like um. Oh, it's such a shimmering. They can, they do that thing that's like the best of the '80s, like the best of the new wave, where they just—it's just so bright and like fantastical, and and um, it's just such a great pop single. Yeah. Ocean Ocean Rain is a story, isn't it? Really, the whole album is like a, it's all a, all the songs involve the ocean and or being out, yeah, you know, being outside. It's just this sort of real story told through. Yeah, and the cover of the record is so great. Them in that in that lit up blue cave in a in a yellow yes. boat, in a yellow boat. <laughs> all right, Adam. You're up. Uh, I'm I'm really excited about Ocean Rain, so I'm gonna stay there. Um, but and like the, I'm gonna go with the first song, Silver. Yeah, I have Silver. Me too. Yeah, Silver feels like a sister song to Seven Seas. It's the, it's another yeah. really bright, epic, new wave like shimmering pop song. Yeah. This is the pirate song. Like this is swings from the chandelier. Such a great opening. Like, yeah, yeah. This is the pirates have arrived, and it's just yes. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, they're cartographers. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, you go. Oh yeah, they're like you, you know, you think about laying out some crazy map of with sea monsters and foreign lands and yeah yeah absolutely 
they capture your imagination you know they're in a mat they live in your this band lives in my imagination you know they're not about you know breaking up with your girlfriend or you know trouble at work like they're point. like way you know more lofty than that what a point i didn't even i didn't even really put that together um like i i just kind of was drawn to the to the music and you know, and the vocals, obviously, but like not really digging into the lyrics. But like, you can tell that these aren't love songs just by listening to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, you know, maybe a love song for like, hey, I love the ocean, or hey, I love vegetables, hey, I love this, that, or the other. But like, not, you know, oh man, my girlfriend sucks, or <laughs> so on, so forth. I it's right. so, uh, it's all imagery, isn't it? I mean, mm-hmm. there are a couple of lyrics in this song that I want to point out that probably my favourite, like, blind sailors, imprisoned jailers. So you can't really be a blind sailor, and an imprisoned jailer is like a, you know, um, yeah. nonsensical as well. But So it's just, it evokes so much imagery. Yeah, I think they wrote, I mean, there's, to me, they wrote songs about transcendence, you know? They were, tra- they were, um, they were metaphysical and transcending the human experience into something mythical and uh and uh archetypal i i sound like a total nerd right now but they feel bigger <laughs> no I, 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 love it. I love what you said it's cool okay cool cool yeah all right well just like that we're at my four and we've still only hit the one of the songs that i i thought for sure so like we've got three mm. that i didn't i didn't see coming um, so now the question becomes, do I go with one of the ones I, I, I worry about the ones that I thought were home runs aren't. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to stay on ocean rain with y'all. Um, okay. this one felt like a home run, but maybe I'm wrong. The killing moon. Oh yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. there we go. Yeah. That, that is, that's one of the best songs ever. <laughs> yeah. Probably, probably Justin, like the, the co- common consensus would be that that's their finest song. I think that the singer says that when he dies, at least he knows that he wrote The Killing Moon um, because he, he will be the first to tell you it's the greatest song ever written. It's hard to argue with that. Yeah. And maybe yeah. the greatest song ever written. Um, but that's kind of their, um, you know, their, their, uh, their stink on the moon or in Antarctica, their flag. Yeah, he, he's not short on confidence, is he? he uh, <laughs> the lead singer. Uh, yeah. and, and, and arrogance, uh, but but rightly so on this song. I mean, bloody hell. Yeah. Um, I was going to say about this song too, and you, you mentioned it about the Pumpkins, um, but there's there's so many bands influenced by Echo. Uh, so they're, they're a real... Uh, they were probably not as popular as they could have been, um, uh, but they're definitely an artist band. And mm-hmm. there's 56 cover versions that I found of oh. this song wow. on Spotify. <laughs> um, and one of my favourite bands, which is potentially an arch nemesis uh, band of the Pumpkins, is uh, Pavement. Uh, <laughs> they, they do a cover of this. So uh, they're so diverse in terms of um, in terms of their uh, 
their inspiration. I think because they changed their sound through their albums. Uh, this because this album is quite different than the, the three before it. Uh, yeah, I can hear all sorts of different influences of different types of bands all through all through this stuff. Absolutely. And just right like up. Go ahead, Justin. I was just gonna say, just like that, we sailed past my four right into Gavin's five. Yeah. I, one one thing I want to note about Killing Moon, which is new information for me, and I thought I kind of you know knew everything about that song. I read this book, Adam, about the, like of like press clippings, basically from the Bunnymen. I think it's called The Weird and Wild World of the Bu- Echo and the Bunnymen or something. And um, Ian was saying that the song is a love. Um, a love letter to um, Lucifer, to Satan. Wow. Really? So the next time you listen to that, put it in that context and it takes on a whole new meaning. It's really great. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Well, we'll do that for sure. Wow. (laughs) It's my turn. Yes, sir. Okay. So I want to go to the really, so the third record, Porcupine, I had it since I was a kid. It's really a, a kind of a difficult record. I feel like they were really in their heads. It's very cerebral and mm. dense. There's hardly any oxygen in the record. It's mm. like kind of math. Like they're trying to work out. You know, it feels like Prague, like new wave Prague, progressive rock, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a, yeah. But I'm going to go for a deep dramatic cut on that record because I don't think anyone will have it. Um do you guys have a song called Clay? Mm, nope. Yes. Oh. Yep. You have Clay. <laughs> and amazing. Oh, oh my god, the way you describe that, it's that you know, this record is like I feel like this record's you know those um paintings, the sort of three D paintings that you gotta stare at them. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. and then eventually you can see something like uh, to be honest, I didn't. I, I thought I'm not sure if I really liked this album that much for a while. Uh, yeah. Until eventually the songs start popping out when you, uh, and then when they do, they just they're unbelievable. Yeah, it's taken <laughs> me three years to get to understand some of the songs on that record. But Clay is such like it's so overwrought and over dramatic, and it's like an opera, a new wave opera. But it's like so great. I can't believe you have it. That's so cool. I love. Uh, isn't it nice when your heart is made out of ice? It's so yeah, it's so cynical. It's so cynical and just I don't know. It's just it's they're at their most uh, kind of aggressive, prickly kind of. I don't really know how to put it into words, but uh, I guess it's Porcupine's the album, so it's a prickly yeah. song. <laughs> yes. All right, Adam. Okay, um, I'll stay on that record um, as well. And one thing that, because I do think they've got so many different sorts of sounds, there's something that I didn't necessarily think about them as being is a bit funky. Like they've got a funky and kind of groovy groove to them sometimes. And this comes out on a song called Rightness. Oh, yeah. I don't have it. I'll save you. I got it. Oh, Excellent. wow. And I think just like that, NT5, yep, we are officially out of NTP. So <laughs> nothing's coming out of the trash, at least. And still a fair bit to go, really. Yeah, yeah, really. And I still feel like we, 
there's like a couple more that feel like uh, yeah. gimmies. Yeah. Um. Okay. Ooh, where do I go? You know, maybe. Let me let me go to the one that connected. You know, maybe this. Th I think this might be possibly another gimme. It just. I guess it depends. Uh. And I had this before the video got sent. God damn it. <laughs> before the video yeah. got sent in the <laughs> chat. Lips like sugar. Yes. I don't have it. Ooh. Okay. All right. So we traded one of my one of my gimmies for for something deeper. I dig it. And we officially have a conversation too. Going forward. Yeah. It's interesting how the sound changed on that last album. Um, and you can even hear uh, a bit of you too about that sound, the yeah, sound absolutely. at this point. Yep. Absolutely. That was one I thing no I heard. That song. No problem. Mm -hmm. No, it's a great song. All right. Gavin? Uh, let me go back to the second record, which been up here, I think it's the only record I didn't own when I was a kid. That's where they're all standing on that beach. Um, so I discovered it a little later, like in my 20s. It's such a dark, oh my God, there's so many like crazy dark songs on there. And that's really that like post-punk record of theirs um, that I think influenced a lot of other bands. Um, do you guys have the song Heaven Up Here? Yep. I do not. Wow, that's great. I can't, that's, we're like matching on so much stuff. We are, yeah. <laughs> and that song, I like, just suddenly just ends. It just, it's, it yeah. builds and builds and builds and then just, this just ends. Yeah. Uh, it gets me every time. Yeah. All right. Adam? Okay. Uh, okay, I'm going to go back to, I'm going to go, to, I haven't gone there at all yet. So I'm going to go to a crocodile, first album um and a song that uh reminds me of a, quite a few um australian bands actually um picture on my wall mm. oh i don't have it it's their first single so great i can't say yeah you. okay it reminds me uh i don't know if you guys know uh the go-betweens um oh, which i have put down I have put them down on the... Oh, my uh, God. I would love to do the go-betweens. We'll sign up, mate, and we'll do it. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that would be awesome. Uh, be because, yeah, they remind me of the go-betweens, that song does. So this is the point of the show where I reiterate, like, I had almost all of Crocodiles. I had a good portion of Crocodiles. I don't want to over-exaggerate. Nice. But, like... Uh, this probably is 21, 22. Like, this is one of the absolute last cuts. And yeah. one of the ones where I I, I said, really, this one's going to hit the floor, Justin? Yeah. <laughs> so. All right. Back to me, huh? Hmm. I keep scrolling over this one. I love this name. Heads will roll. Yes. No. Okay. But I love it. Two is a okay at this point. Of course, it's actually just making the conversation harder. But yeah. All right, Gavin. 
Uh, so let's go back to the first record. Um, do you guys have Rescue? Yes. Me too. Oh, wow. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, so good. Again, another one I did not expect to be a unanimous. Oh, so that was an immediate connection with me when I was a kid. Like that was the I, that was probably the song where I just got them like immediately. And um, self-deprecation in that song, and oh, uh, it's just so simple and so smart and like uh, such a great song. So funky. This is a funky tune too. Yeah. And just like that, we slink past Gavin's five <laughs> right into Adam's six. Wow. Yep. With, I mean, when I got one, two, three, four, five, six, I still have eight left. So, I mean, I probably have more than you guys. I have nine. Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Um, all right, Adam, it is your turn. I think I've only, I've only, I think I've got five. Yeah, that's, that not sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I'm going to go to, uh, one of the songs that, I've always loved before I really got into the Echo, Echo and the Bunnymen. Um, and I'm thinking this might, hopefully I'll find you guys with this one. Um, uh, and it's on uh, the soundtrack, Pretty in Pink, Bring on the Dancing Horses. I got it. Yeah, I've got it. Oh. That's a fantastic song. We all lose. We all lose. Yeah. 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 Uh, this is... Probably one of my favorite soundtracks, um, Pretty in Pink soundtrack. Yes. Except the Smiths. I mean, yeah. Like first, obviously, yeah. This yeah, is... OMD, Suzanne Vega, In Excess, yeah. New oh, Order. Yeah. It's just unbelievable. It's <laughs> it's like a... The original version of the first version of Shellshock. Mm. Yeah. I'll tell you, like, this is one, because I, I think you brought it up in the chat, right, Adam? You said, hey, we, we need I to did. make yeah. sure this is on there. And, you know, like, I don't know if you were tipping your hand or so, like, I had to listen to it with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. But then, like, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh, of course this is in. Sorry to do that, but I felt like uh, I felt like it had to be in the conversation. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah. I mean, again, maybe you're tipping your hand, but also rightfully so. Like, all three of us picked it, so. Yeah. <laughs> I should have done that with um, Never Stop. There's a single called Never Stop. Oh, that's yeah. I should have, like, thrown that in the mix, but I forgot. Yeah, that's a great song. Yeah. All right. So that was one of the ones I, I felt like was a, was a gimme. So, um. Wow, we're up to seven. I can't believe it. Yeah. <laughs> and again, there's still, like, if Adam has four, maybe we do two more rounds and dump out. Um, how about, hmm. I don't, you know, I'll, I'll start doing some of these uh, ones that are on my controversial take. How about uh, Lost and Found? I don't have it. No. Okay. 
one of us has got to take the take the fall. <laughs> yeah. All right, Gavin. I, I want to tell the story really quick. So, um, they did this thing called a Crystal Day. This is all pre-internet, of course, and all that stuff, where their fans could get this special ticket, and they had to meet at this boat in Liverpool on the Mercy River at this certain time, and everybody got on the boat. Then it took them across to Liverpool uh, from from the mainland, and then um, and uh, everybody gets on bicycles, and they don't know what they're doing, and they follow this path, and the bunny men take them to all their favorite places in Liverpool, like their favorite diner, and all, and then they end up in this really weird location, and the bunny men play, and it was called a Crystal Day, it was like the name of that event. And it's such a cool, like you know, Willy Wonka mysterious like thing. Do you guys have uh, Crystal Days off of Ocean Rain? No, I think that probably would have. If I would have known that story, I think that probably would have bumped because <laughs> that's cool. That's really cool, especially as you mentioned, pre-internet, like, yeah, how, like arranging something like that, like treasure hunt, yeah. And now, as I'm listening to it, I'm like, oh yeah, like <laughs> I could have had this. Yeah. <clears throat> All right, Adam. So this is my third time playing this, Justin. You think I'd get better at counting? Um, I've got five left now. Oh, okay. So uh, yeah, so sorry about that. Um, I'm going to go with uh, another kind of groovy, funky tune, uh, "A Promise" from Heaven Up There. I don't have a promise. I do. I got it. I'll save you. Awesome. So it stays in there. One in. One. All right. So we'll call this the last round and we'll jump out from after that. Um, shoot, man. Like, we're really just all I've got left almost is just the stuff from the 87 record. Um, how about Over You? No. No. Yep. <laughs> Sounds like you guys are over me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't love that album. I, I probably need to give it more of a go. But... Yeah. You know what? I got to be honest. I think I think what happened is the band made me fall in love with them, you know, with those first couple records. And so, like, as I'm listening to everything, when I get to self-titled, I'm, I was just open to it because so, I was already there. Like, I didn't, I didn't have to wait, you know, however long. I didn't have to... You know, it wasn't revisiting. It was it was all brand new. So I think, yeah. I think the glow of all the other records made that one stronger for me. You know, if if that makes any sense. Totally. <laughs> all right, Gavin. So I'll meet you on that record, Justin. One of my favorite songs by them is on that record. It's called "The Game." Do you have the game? I do. So do I. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Wow. Where'd that put us at? Yeah, that's eight? a beautiful song. Just like that, eight. Wow. Ooh, these cuts, these last cuts, because we're only. Ooh. <laughs> okay. All right, so I'm just going to dump out from here because at this point I don't have much left. Um, I'll start at the top. Turquoise Days. 
No. It was on my first cut, but no. I don't, I don't feel as bad about it now. The fact that I, it's a great song. I didn't hit. I didn't hit. All right. Uh, next one I have is "Back of Love." Oh no! Yes. Okay. Yes. Yep. All right. Boom. That's got a two. All right. Um. Oh, and my very last one, "My Kingdom." Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, my Kingdom is one of the best songs ever. It's so great. Uh, wow. <laughs> the rare dump out unanimous. Like, Back to Ocean Lane. Yeah, wow. Here, hold on. Let's get it a little moment here. Gents. Wow. You, re- you guys realize we're gonna, oh my God. we're gonna have to whittle down all these songs to one now. <laughs> we have nine. Nine. That's crazy. We still got. We still got. Uh, oh, so we can't get any more unanimous. Right. That's you're out, Justin. Out, here, yeah. yeah. So all you can do is is make the conversation harder from here. <laughs> all right, Gavin. Wow. Okay. Uh, let's go. Back to the first album. This was a song that kind of was like something was going on in this room and it's obviously there's drugs and it's dark and it's strange and I was all in. So do you guys have Villiers Terrace? And that's me out. Oh, wow. Okay. So it got to two. And Adam is officially out. So I guess just whatever for just for funsies, whatever you got left, Gavin. So Adam, you had Villiers Terrace? Yeah, I do. I, I, I love oh, that's that. great. I, yeah, I thought that might be uh, one that would get three, but um, that, yeah. But uh, it's sort of like an early version of. Um, it's almost what you could see the Killing Moon became, you know, like. Yeah. Mm. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah. So then, off the second record. I have All My Colors, which is one of my all-time favorite songs by them. It was called Zimbo for a while. It had all the Burundi drummers on it. I that was, my, yeah, that was one of my late, that was, uh, you know, I had 24 to 20. That was one of the ones that got angry about cutting yeah, yeah. All My Colors. Yeah. I had, I had No Dark Things off of the second record. I love that song. I had In, in Bluer Skies off Porcupine. I had Ocean Rain. Yeah. I had Ocean Rain off Ocean Rain, and I'm not too sad to cut that. So that's that's it. All right. Yeah. Right. Wow. Um, all right. So let me sort this and then we'll get our official uh read here. Nine. We were all wrong. None of us got it. Uh here's what's <laughs> here's what's in. Going up, rescue, the cutter, silver, the killing moon, seven seas, my kingdom, the game, and Bring on the dancing horses. Uh, we already ha- we we covered everything pretty well. Um, Ocean Rain does have four through. I don't know if you guys want to hold that against it, um, but I don't know that anything got two. Just Thorn of Thorn of Crowns. Thorn of Crowns did. Um, I'm fine. I'm fine to cut that. Uh, are we already negotiating, Justin? Yeah. I if do you you want me to give a rundown of the other ones that are in and then uh, yeah yeah all right so we got villiers terrace show of strength 
Over the Wall, A Promise, Heaven Up Here, Back of Love, Clay, Heads Will Roll, Ripeness, and then we already cut Thorn of Crowns and Lips Like Sugar. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm open to hear whatever anybody's got on what they think the last one should be. Well, I'll, I'll jump in there, Adam, and say that we don't have anything off heaven up here. Oh, really? Wow. Are you serious? Over the wall got two and heaven up here got two. Out of those two, if I had to choose, I'd probably pick over the wall, but I don't know if we care about representation and I'm not trying to bully the conversation. I'm just (laughs) noting that we don't have anything off that record. Um, I feel very strongly about one song on this list. Okay. That's not made it very strongly. And it is over the wall. Um, Like I said before, it's probably my, one of my favorites of theirs. So if we're going to have one go through, it's the one for me. I I honestly feel like that kind of makes the decision for us. Like it's one of the two that Gavin put up there. Um, I was the odd man out. So let's make that the official 10th. I feel like uh, that makes the most sense to me. And that gives us 10. Here we go. Going up, Rescue, The Cutter, Silver, The Killing Moon, Seven Seas, My Kingdom, The Game, Bring on the Dancing Horses, and Over the Wall rounds out our top 10. Now, Gavin, of course, we can't stop there. we got to make it even harder. Of (laughs) Of those 10 songs, which one's the one? So I think... um, Again, like I said, right, like like conventional wisdom would say that you put the killing moon up. Mm-hmm. Um, but, it, you know, it's on the Donnie Darko soundtrack. Like a lot of people know that song. I would put up the cutter. I think it's it's my favorite song by the bunny. What do you think, Adam? Uh, just um, need to make uh, to make the podcast interesting. Maybe I'll disagree. No, uh, I, yeah. the cutter is brilliant. Um what else would you go with? So, so a lot of them are deeper cuts after that, aren't they? Uh, okay. What about um, my kingdom? Ooh, interesting. That's a radical choice. I like that. Yeah, I would it's that. a dark horse choice, really. I look. I'd be happy with the cutter. Um, uh, I would be. I'm happy. Justin, you want to choose between those? Oh, how dare you! That's that's just yeah. rude, sir. We'll <laughs> uh, oh. choose another one. Well, here's the thing. Here's <laughs> my the my eyes went directly to the cutter because it's deliciously different. Like, you know, it's it's so them, but it's like it's them without going way too out of the way to be them. If that makes sense. Uh, my my other inclination was going up, but <laughs> but that's that just be because, like I said, you know, I have a thing mm-hmm. for telling me what's up. Like the second I push play, like I I love that. <laughs> but um, uh, I I think it's the kata. Probably since that was our all three of our inclination, right? Like we all kind of led there first. All right, let's do that then make it easy let's not make this any harder than it, than it has to be All it right. needs to make the best of the year too at the oh, end of the year say, yeah that, that, that song should really have a go at that for sure yeah. and you know i feel like it this has a chance 
you know, would be mm. the, would be the other thing. I think Fredo's actually a Bunnyman fan, and I'm. Well, I thought he would jump on this list. I'm shocked that he's not here, but uh, he isn't. So, hello, the new waiver. Yeah, hello, Fredo. All right. So, hey, Justin, can I say one thing really quick? Sure. There, uh, the guitar player from the Bunnyman just has a brand new, like, seven-inch single out, on, on, and, and uh, the B-side is by a guy named Paul Simpson from the Wild Swans, who is in Liverpool, uh, contemporaries of the Bunnyman in the 80s, and that is out on Feral Child Recordings in London, and I'm grabbing a copy of that. It's going to sell out really quick. Oh, nice. Wow. Well, uh, hopefully by right. May 25th or whenever <laughs> this episode comes out, uh, hopefully it'll still be available. If not, you know, oh. or if it is, get on it. All right. Yeah. So the cutter is our number one. Silver, The Killing Moon, Seven Seas. Let me go to the other one because it'll be easier to read. Again, The Cutter, Going Up, Rescue, Silver, The Killing Moon, Seven Seas, My Kingdom, The Game, Bring on the Dancing Horses, and Over the Wall round out our top ten. Let's let The Cutter get a moment in the sun. Yeah, this is right. We have done it. We have gotten you into the uh, into the into Echo and the Bunnyman. You're very welcome. And uh, hey, man, maybe you want to come play. You know what? Maybe you don't want to come play uh, today. I got a request. Somebody asked us to talk about Dashboard Conf- Confessional on the sign up sheet, um, but they didn't sign up. They didn't want to talk. They just want us to talk about Dashboard Confessional. You can do that too. If there's a band we have not covered yet, you can you can say hey. I don't want to play, but will you please talk about this band and we'll put it out there and we'll see if somebody signs up. Uh, if you do want to play, it's the same thing. Uh, you go to legionofstupid.com, click on podcast, click on deprogrammed. About halfway down, maybe, is a sign-up sheet and you just tell me what band you want to talk about. And if it's a band we haven't talked about, we'll figure it out. Um, also, if you do sign up, please be on the lookout for an email from me because uh, I will try to reach you and try to get you in touch with your panel. Um, in, let's see, uh, so yeah, we do the show on discord. So if you're already on Legion of you can scroll down a little bit and there's a link to join the discord right from there. Click that. It'll take you to it. Come have fun. We count. That's fun times. I like it. We also do all these shows. So, you know, if you wanted to hear them live, you could do that. Um, you know, whatever you want to do, just saying, uh, also on legionofstupid.com, if you want to listen to Gavin episodes, you can click on his name. It'll take you to his episodes. If you want to listen to Adam episodes, you can click on his name. It'll take you to his episodes. If you want to listen to Justin episodes. I don't care if you don't, because they're all me. Yes. <laughs> I'm on all of them. You can't avoid me. Um, yeah, you know, if you want, if you want, you can listen to the episodes from there. Like uh, that would be very cool. Or of course we're a podcast, so you can subscribe, rate, comment on, on, on any and all podcast platforms easy enough for me to say um also patreon.com slash oh hi justin is a great place to go if you have a few bones a month that you would like to uh you know subscribe we'd like to have you aboard you get deprogrammed before the rest of the world you get the conversation that we're about to have called after the fact it goes right to you first um and it also gets you a an audible thank you every month 
and an occasional oh hi justin whenever i want to kind of talk about whatever's going on in life so all those things happen at patreon uh we mentioned you know subscribe rate comment but to me the absolute best way you can help this program is by telling somebody that you listen to it hi i listen to deprogrammed you can too i would appreciate that more than words will ever be able to say so with that being said echo and the bunnymen learn them and love them people we'll see you next week goodbye